He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a beautiful hill country morning. The sun is out, a little bit of a crispy breeze still in the air. If I knew where Harley looked to see what the temperature was outside, I would tell you. But I don't know where he looks, and I've never worried about what the temperature was when I come on the air. So I figure you can look out the window and open the front door and see what the temperature is. But it sure is pretty out there. And you woke up in the hill country. And uh, hang on, folks. Today, I'm going to be breaking some rules. Eh, don't worry about it. No, no FC, I'm not breaking any FCC rules. So if any of my um, uh, bosses are listening, uh, tranquilo. It's okay. We're no uh, FCC rules. But I'm going to break uh, a few other rules and uh, today. And we're going to talk about that as we go through the day um saturday this saturday um this is going to be there is a lot of talk about this online uh lots of emails going out in fact i got a notice uh that uh up in the metroplex uh for those of you from uh, california that we uh, call the dallas fort worth area the metroplex and uh, so the metroplex i think they're even adding a third bus maybe a fourth bus of people to come down from the Metroplex and join us on Saturday for the how many more border rally? How 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 much further are we going to let this go at the border? And there is an amazing rally this weekend up at the Capitol on Saturday. It starts at one. Going to give you a little bit of advance notice here. Pay attention to what I'm about to say. If you're coming in from the Hill Country, if you're coming in from West west of dripping springs if you're coming in from west of dripping springs on uh, 290 and that would be our fredericksburg our hill country people i'm not sure how folks uh, get there from kerrville um if they uh, I, I imagine you probably head up and and cut across 290 to get to austin but my point is saturday this weekend in dripping springs is founders day and uh founders day and so the um they had all kinds of signs up going into dripping springs coming out of dripping springs that there are going to be traffic delays because of uh, founders day pioneer day whatever special day it's a special day in dripping springs on saturday so um i would suggest and i'm going to add 30 minutes to my normal uh, driving time to Austin. I'm going to add 30 minutes to it. And I was uh, talking to Jody this morning. And of course, Jody Gould, we're going to have her on the phone this morning. And she says, you know, Matt, that's interesting. You mentioned that um, a couple of years ago, they were uh, attempted to drive through Dripping uh, Springs uh, during that same weekend and uh, said, yeah, it took a bit of a minute to get through town. So, <clears throat> So there is a, a track record of that. So Saturday at 1 o'clock is when this event happens up at the Capitol. And listen, you don't want to be the one that's parking that comes walking up at one twenty because they just got to the parking lot at 1 o'clock because they 
didn't think it would take that much time to get to Austin on the weekend. So arrive early at my plant. I'm going to leave at 1030 and uh, that'll get me there at 1230. That's from Fredericksburg. Um, if worst case scenario, that gets me there at 1230 and best case scenario, I'm there an hour early and I have a blast talking to all the other people who got there early. So one o'clock this Saturday, the speakers, well, first of all, Ted Nugent's going to be there once again, if you were there yesterday, I'm going to talk about Ted here in a minute. Um, but, uh, we had a great, uh, uh, yeah, spent a great hour with Ted Nugent yesterday, not me alone, but, uh, a nice little intimate uh, gathering of less than a hundred people, and um, we're going to talk about that today as well. Um, but he's going to be there Saturday, and uh, Laura Logan is going to be there. Jason Jones, Chip Roy, um, all kinds of. I believe this is being put together by Mark Meckler, so Mark Meckler will be there. Um, a handful of other uh, good, good folks who are concerned about the border and they need your support, you need to be there this Saturday. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. Um, and uh, those of you who listen to my show, you go ahead and see if you can predict at home. You can play the at-home prediction game or in-the-truck prediction game. Um, how many people am I predicting is going to show up at the Capitol on Saturday to protect the border? Come on, I know I can hear you saying it out there. It'll be 300. Okay, it'll be 300. Um, and it'll be the same 300 that are always there. And the rest of you who never go to any of these things are going to hear me come in Monday and talk about, yeah, there were 300 there, the same 300. I would love to just once come back from one of these rallies of the conservatives or this is a border issue for crying out loud. I would just like for one time to come home from one of these rallies and say, holy jumping up and down, Martha, we had 2,000 people there. The governor's going to get the message. But they don't ever get the message from the conservative side. These are the rules I'm starting to break. Our side doesn't show up. And, and, and then they say, well, yeah, you're a minority. And we just all go along with that. And we have to suck it up, put our tail between our legs, because we are not a minority, but we act like one. So I'm going to make my prediction. 300 people are going to be there Saturday. It'll be the same 300 people. It'll be the same dadgum family reunion I go to every time the conservatives have a rally. I'm going to go. It's going to be a blast. And I can't, and I can't wait to visit with the other 299 that are there. You're going to join us Saturday? Show up at the Capitol Saturday. Go early. If you're coming from the west of Dripping Springs, add 30 minutes to what you think it's going to take to get there. But I want to see you at the Saturday up at the Capitol from 1 to 4 for an amazing lineup of speakers um, and uh, a great day to show the governor that we are serious, to show Dade Phelan, the Speaker of the House, that we are serious to show Dan Patrick that we are serious Texans want our border protected. And if we put 2,000 people in that front yard um, on Saturday, that message will probably get through. But if it's the same 300, they'll just blow us off like they always do because only 300 people show up to our rallies. I'm going to uh, reach over here, grab my Ben Franklin book, and uh, before we take off for our first break of the day, um, let's see, give you some words of wisdom from um, 
doctor uh, from uh, poor Richard, poor Richard's almanac, uh, Mr. Ben Franklin. Um, here we go. Uh, he's a fool that makes his doctor his heir. <laughs> yeah, don't put your doctor in your um, will. He's a fool that makes his doctor his heir. Y'all uh, stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back, and uh, we're going to have Jody Gould with the Taos Smoke Depot on the line with us. There's more where that came from. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back. Hope this isn't the preview. Jody, are you on the line with me? All right, hold on. We're going to try to do something different. How does that? Nope, we're still sounding terrible. Jody, try calling back. I apologize. So, there you go. Um, every now and then, uh, just get uh, those little gremlins in the phone line. And so Jody's going to call in here again, uh, give it a try. Um, the uh, Jody Gould is with the Taos Smoke Depot. They have been sponsors of this program since uh, since almost the very beginning. I think I'd been on the air a couple of weeks, and I was uh, in Tractor Supply. And and um, let's try this again. Let's see if we can do this. Uh, this is Matt. You are live on the Hill Country Patriot. Well, you sound a lot better than you did a minute ago. All right. There you go. I was just bragging about you, Jody, that uh, I'd been on the air maybe less than a month when I ran into you and Dave at uh, Tractor Supply, and you said, man, you've been hearing you on the radio, whatever we can do to help support. And uh, ever since then, y'all have been supporting uh, the Hill Country Patriot and the Matt Long Show, and I want to say thank you very much for that. Folks, uh, Jody Gould and her husband Dave and the whole fam family own and operate the Tejas Smoke Depot in Fredericksburg. And so, Jody, tell us about the Tejas Smoke Depot. Well, we're a tobacco store. We've been in business now for over 26 years. We carry a wide variety of fine cigars and under-premium cigars and high-end cigarettes, low-end cigarettes, snuffs to just about anything you can think about, um, pipe tobaccos, pipes that go along with tobacco use. Um, we also carry beer and wine, snacks and sodas, and a little convenient items, convenience store items, but mostly tobacco. And, um, yeah, we've been uh, doing this now for 26 years, and you were one of our first customers also, Matt. So well, there you go. We appreciate you. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you yeah. did uh, you did customer appreciation last week, and um, how how did that go? And and uh, by was, the way, we want to thank your customers. Yes, sir. It was a great week. We had a lot of sales. We had a lot of people come in and and take advantage of our specials. And so we just want to say thanks for everybody that showed up and took advantage of that. We had a great time, and and uh, we still have cookies left over. Come back. <laughs> oh, there you go. Are they homemade, Jody? I hate to put you on the spot. Homemade? No, 
that. No, I cheated. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's all right. That's all right. Um, so, the folks, the uh, Tejas Smoke Depot is on the west end of Fredericksburg. And if you're on Main Street in Fredericksburg, head west. And when you get to the Y at the end of town, bear off to the left. It's one of the few times on this program that I'm going to ask you to uh, bear to the left or lean to the left. Um, so you go to the left at the Y, go down, and a wee bit down on the left, you'll see the Tejas Smoke Depot. And if you have the kids in the truck, just make a counterclockwise circle. You know, I think they call it anti-clockwise, the, the Brits. So I'm going to try that. Make an anti-clockwise uh, circle around the building and uh, pull up to the window, and someone will stick their head out there and uh, help you get whatever you need, uh, ho-hos and ding-dongs for the kid. Kids and a nice cigar for uh, dad. You know, um, someone told me that what their favorite cigar was the hers, hers, uh, uh, or uh, girl's cigar, and others have told me it's a boy's cigar. Do you know? Do you have a preference over uh, either of those two? Which one is a better cigar? Oh uh, well, I can't say really which one is the better cigar, but I will say the boy's cigar is what we're going to be smoking first. Oh, really? Are y'all expecting uh, something that I don't know about, Jody? Yes. Well, I'm going to have another grandchild, and we just found out it's going to be a boy. There we go. So, all right. Congratulations. I know you, well, I know you didn't have anything personally to do with it, but congratulations anyway. (laughs) So, um, we've got, tell tell folks about your hours uh, at the Taos Smoke Depot when they can go by. Okay, we're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., closed on Sundays. All right, and every week we do a phrase that pays, which will get you a discount for the week and also get your name in the hat for a monthly a monthly drawing. So uh, what is the phrase that pays this week, Jody? Well, I've been working out front on my pavers, and um, my husband keeps saying, Squat, don't bend. And I thought, well, that's a great idea. I'm going to use that. So this week's phrase that pays is squat, don't bend. Squat, don't bend. You know, and the older you get, the more important you realize how what that means. Listen, I am am with you. So um, go in, tell them squat, don't bend, and um, we'll all get a laugh on that. And you'll get a discount and get your name uh, in the hat for the monthly drawing. Um, did we leave anything out, Jody? Can't think of anything, but next week's our drawing, so y'all come on in and try to get those discounts and win that prize. All right, there you go. Jody, thanks again for your support, and uh, uh, we're going to see you on Saturday, from what I understand. Yes, we are. All right. We'll see you there. We'll see you. We're going to stop at the Founders Day on the way back. <laughs> yeah, and stop at Founders Day on the way back in Dripping Springs. All right, Jody, get thanks. Take care, Matt. All right, bye-bye. So there you go. And uh, I was talking with Jody. She's the one that said, you know, we got caught in Founders Day traffic a few years back on uh, in Dripping. So be sure and put that in your plans for Saturday going up to the Capitol. Um, I told you I'm going to break some of the rules today. Um, over the years, and this was even before I got on the radio, um, I, I was told to, um, let's see, it was suggested that... Um, I, I really be nice to um, <laughs> I really be nice to everybody, right? And that um, 
when we're uh, trying to get people to go to the Capitol and that when we're trying to get people engaged, whether it be locally or whatever, that I'm just supposed to be really nice and try to encourage you and and say say things like, you know, call your friends and go out and vote and get engaged and and uh, and and I'm being told I've always been told just to be real nice and you're not supposed to get negative or mean or nasty with the people that you know that are in your meetings or that are that are, are following you or whatever whether it's social media whatever you know you're supposed to be nice to those who are signed up to go along with you and uh, one of the other uh, rules I learned on the radio and I was reminded of this uh, recently is um don't don't uh, chew out your listeners, right? I'm not supposed to scold my listeners, right? You, you're not tuning in to get scolded. If I scold you on the air, you're going to get mad and take it personally and go away. Um, it, those are the rules I'm going to start breaking. Um, someone told me just recently, someone who's been actively engaged quite heavily um, over the last few years, in fact, uh, I had to laugh and say, you know, I've been doing this over twice as long as you have, <laughs> and uh, kind of chuckled. But what this person said to me was, Matt, I'm tired of pounding the ground <clears throat> for people who are getting no response, people who are not getting engaged. And they said, Matt, I put all my energy, and I'm, uh, and I'm, uh, I'm uh, uh, what do you say, I'm not quoting them exactly, all right? But the message was, I'm working my fanny off here. I'm getting the word out. I'm giving as much information as I could possibly get. <clears throat> We're sending out all these emails saying, do this, do that. Please come here. Please come that. You tell us you want to get engaged and you want to be involved, and then no one shows up. I, and this person said, Matt, I'm tired of pounding the ground to, and to no one showing up or to very few showing up. And it's like, why do I keep, and, and this person said to me, why, why do I keep fighting for this? I, I, I can't get anybody behind me. And I've had people, when I've said that before, I've had people say, well, that's your own fault, Matt. And it's like, you're, you're just not doing it right. <clears throat> you're not doing it right. You know, and, and if I did it this way or that way or another way, then all of a sudden, magically, everybody would show up. Folks, I've been at this since 2000. 11 2011 and my first attempt to get a small handful of people together in 2011 to do a small project actually it was in late 2010 and um, I had such a hard time getting a small handful of people that the project I was working on had to be delayed till 2012 and even then you know, I only needed six or seven people, and even then it was a stretch after two years to get two, uh, get uh, six or seven people engaged. Um, this person I spoke with recently has been working their fanny off to get people engaged and, and, and bringing all the information to them, saying, look, here's what's going to be happening, and here's what's going on. And, and then just, and, and everybody, yeah, oh, I know, it's terrible. It's terrible what they're doing. We we got to do something. We got to do something, and we say, "All right, here's what you here's what you can do," and, and 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 for whatever reason, that's not convenient, or for whatever reason, you already got plans on Saturday, or for whatever reason, you've only got you know you got to work. Listen, I heard Ted Nugent yesterday. I'm going to clean up his uh, audio. I'm going to do my best to get his audio fixed up today. Okay.
Um, but one of the things he said yesterday was, uh, we're sitting in this room, and it'll hold 350. We've been promoting this program for weeks and uh, there were not even 100 people in the room when I walked in yesterday. In fact, I was concerned because the event started at 10, right? The event started at 10 in the morning, and I'm on the air till 10, and I'm doing my program from under the pink dome, and so I knew I was going to be late. I was concerned that the place was going to be so full that they may not let me in the auditorium, all right, because of the great lineup of speakers they had, because of the... Ted Nugent going to be playing the national anthem. An amazing panels that were lined up to come. And so I made sure I talked to, to Angela. I said, Angela, do me a favor. Put a, ch- a coat over one seat because I really need to, uh, I, I really want to be in that room. And so when I got there, the first hint was when I got to the table, they were giving away shirts to the first 200 that showed up. And so when I get there 15, 20 minutes after the event has started, and I walk up, and I still see shirts rolled up on the table, and not just a few, but a lot. And they only had 200 shirts. I didn't expect to get a shirt because I knew that room would be full before I got there. So I grabbed a shirt, and I said, not a really good turnout, is it? And they said, no, it's not. And um, it wasn't. Ted talked about that. We're going to talk. We're going to take a short break, and uh, when we get back, we're going to tie all this up with uh, the lack of uh, showing yesterday. Um, my uh, my um, uh, prediction on Saturday that it's the same three hundred, and uh, we're going to tie that in with the uh, welfare project going on in Fredericksburg that uh, not enough citizens showed up last night. Uh, so we're going to have a big old welfare program going on in Fredericksburg because. The only people that showed up are those who want bigger government and more government. We're going to take a short break, and when we get back, I'm going to continue to break the rules. Y'all stay tuned. Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Long. All right, so I went to a TED Talk yesterday. Yeah, not that TED Talk, but the Uncle TED Talk. And uh, even Angela entered. Angela uh, Smith did an amazing job as a master of ceremonies yesterday for um, Gun Owners of America. And I have to tell you, the first panel that came up there, I was uh, for Gun Owners of America. You know, this is the one that we could have filled that room are you kidding me? Second Amendment issues in the state of Texas, that room should have been packed to the brim. I should have had to talk my way in. and guarantee, Look, I have a seat saved. It should have been that way, but I, I didn't have to. I walked in, and there was nobody in the room. And, uh, you know, it, it should have been full. And what makes it even more frustrating is I saw something quite amazing at the first panel. When we first started dealing with Second Amendment issues, and this was uh, before, um, uh, there's quite a few people that have really been serious on uh, 
uh, for now for about three sessions or um, two and a half sessions, as that was told recently. Um, and But three sessions ago, when we started uh, really taking a look at when I got introduced to Gun Owners of America, it was maybe four sessions ago, and they were talking about... Um, um, constitutional carry or what's ended up being permitless carry. And boy, Ted's not very happy with permitless carry. Um, it, but um, one of the things uh, that I ran into right away was that there seemed to be about five different Second Amendment organizations in the state at the time. And, uh, of course, there's always been the NRA, and then there's been the Texas State Rifle Association, which... I do believe, but I'm not too sure, but I think that is part of the NRA, like the, the, the Texas branch. Could be wrong. And then there was the group uh, that C.J. Grisham was heading up, and uh, apologies to C.J. for not remembering the name of his group. But in the end of the day, there were five different groups, and I remember there being tension between the groups. And uh, one of the arguments was, do we go for incremental changes or do we just fight for the whole enchilada on day one? And that that being kind of a split between those. And, and, and back in that day, I do not recall seeing all of those five organizations working together. Yesterday at the Capitol, the first panel had all five of our Texas, well, four of the Texas organizations, along with the NRA, which is a national association, at the table, all working together, speaking to one another. I'm going to, I have to put that into the hands of Wes Verdell and Lee Gibson because I know that they organized this event and um, that they pulled those, and I haven't talked to either one of them about this, but they pulled all five of those organizations onto the stage together yesterday. So you had five organizations up there, and we didn't even have 100 people in the room. I, I I don't even know what to say to that, and and Ted Nugent, Uncle Ted, he he, he knew what to say, but um, I'm gonna have to put a whole lot of beeps or do a whole lot of cuts on his take because the way he approached it yesterday, and chewing us out, and not those in the room, of course, and those not those of you who are, are engaged. But chewing the rest of everybody out, where in the world is, where, where in the world are the conservatives? What are y'all doing? The government goes to those who show up. I, I, we couldn't even get a third of that room filled yesterday. Last night, last night, there was the city council had that uh, a special meeting so that they can... Uh, uh, bring you information on uh, the welfare program that they're getting ready to set up. They're going to do a bunch of welfare housing. They're going to call it something really nice like the Affordable Housing Project for Poor Children, for the children, and, you know, whatever. They're, they're going to come up with all kinds of names for it. And uh, if this bothers you that I call it welfare housing, but that's what I'm going to call it. I'm done calling it this affordable housing. It's crap. This is welfare housing. They want to bring more of it. Why don't you take a look at the welfare housing you have there now? See how it's treated. See what those properties look like. I want to know what the turnover rate is because it seems to me that if you got into, and this is from personal experience, a number of years ago I helped a friend of mine's 
uh, a relative of a friend of mine. A friend of mine called and, and said, Matt, I have a relative who's going to be moving into an apartment. Can you help my relative move? You've got a truck. I don't. And, and we're friends. And I said, I'd be glad to because that is the kind of things I do. So go help this person. Ends up they were moving into one of these uh, Section 8 uh, housing things. I think I'm getting the number right. If not, is it? That's right. I got a thumbs up. Uh uh, Section 8 housing, and uh, I realized that as I'm moving in, and I said, so how much are you paying rent? And I don't remember, folks, what it was. I really don't. All I remember was that it's like, whoa, really, that's good rent. And then I said, yeah, you know, you can, with that kind of rent, you can um, get, work where you're working. You can actually save some money up and then get on your feet and move on and open up this housing to someone else who needs it, the next person who needs a, a, a leg up. This person looked at me and said, why would I ever move out of this apartment at that rent rate? Folks, when you set up welfare housing and you think you're doing good and it's going to be for the minimum wage workers here in town and all of that, all right, I'm not going to argue that point. The part I'm going to argue is that the people who showed up last night at the Fredericksburg special meeting, I was told this morning that they were all the ones that were there, all the ones that want the government to fix this problem, that there were very few people there who were there to speak up against it. There were some good voices there that spoke up against it and made some good points. In fact, maybe even brought one of the city council members around on the idea um, and uh, so this is all I, I got. This is a, 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 a secondhand report. I got it from someone who was there. Um, and uh, so, um, but not enough of those were there. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I do not know what to tell you. If you don't go to these meetings, if you don't get engaged, if you don't get involved, if you don't go to the Capitol, if you don't go to your, your city council meeting, if you don't go to your county uh, meetings, I, I, there's nothing I can do. We've been talking about this for a decade now, for a decade. And we're not, we're barely making a dent. See, I'm not supposed to say these things. I'm supposed to tell you that, oh my goodness, it's a great big party and there's so many people going and you need to come join the party and it's so awesome. I'm being told that I need to mislead you and tell you how great everything is so that you'll come because they tell me that if I discourage, if I talk about the shape things are in, that it'll discourage people from coming. If I give you the truth, I've been told that if I speak the truth, that some way that means you're, you're going to be discouraged and not show up. Well, I'm tired of putting icing on a cake that tastes like that whatever Harley says that's the, uh, the, uh, the, on the middle in the punch bowl, right? <laughs> I'm tired of putting icing on a cake that's made out of poop. All right? I, I can't do that anymore. And I can't come on here and be nice and say, oh, it's so great in Austin and so many people are showing up and you need to join this awesome thing that's happening up there. It is not awesome. Conservatives are not showing up. The Texas House is going to do what the Democrats and their rhino leadership is going to do. Your local clubs and parties are going to do what their rhino leadership wants to do. Enough of us are not showing up. You're going to get welfare housing in Fredericksburg, right? You're not going to get some of the priorities for the Republican Party. 
Senate Bill 15 on May 1st, Monday, May 1st. This is the bill that um, has to do with saving women's sports. Monday. I just found out this morning that it's going to be heard on Monday in committee. Save women's sports. Senate bill is going to be heard Monday in committee. You know who's going to show up? They're going to flood the halls in Austin with men dressed in, 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 in shirts with lipstick on, mascara, and some of the ugliest women you've ever seen in your whole damn life. They fell out of the ugly tree, hit every branch on the way down, and so then now they've decided to become ugly men. They're all going to be up there. And they're going to be having prayer circles. You heard me right. The LGBTQ people show up with their priests and with their pastors and have prayer circles. And where are you going to be? You're going to be at home shouting at your TV because Tucker Carlson's gone. You're going to be at home going through all of the YouTube and Tic Tac videos and passing them on and telling people what a horrible shape our country's in. And what in the world is going? We're going to hell in a handbasket. And and it's all your damn fault. I'm sorry, Harley. It's all your dadgum fault. I said that twice. I usually don't say that word. It is your fault. Ted Nugent said that yesterday. It is our fault. It's your fault. It's my fault. We're not showing up. We're not going. We're going to get what we deserve. And that is everything from your city to your county to your school board. If you don't get out and vote for Dennis McCandless and leave the rest of that, uh, leave the re- do not put a mark for the other four progressives, uh, liberal Democrats that are running in the in the school board. You go in there and you vote for one person. You go vote for Dennis McCandless and to heck with the rest of them because they couldn't be bothered. They do not want the support of Republicans. They have been very vocal about it. They do not want the support of Moms for Liberty. The other four candidates, whom I will not name, you know their names. I'm not going to even put their name on the air to remind you of their names. The only name we're going to say is Dennis McCandless. You go vote for Dennis, leave that alone. That's in Fredericksburg. In Kerrville, you get over there, you vote for Brandon Airy. You get Brandon on that school board. The Democrats are going to show up. They're supporting their candidates our Republican parties, they're not, they're, they're not officially supporting the candidates. The club in, in Gillespie County is doing some a dollar, a dollar short and a day late stuff. Thank you for doing that. I asked them to get engaged a month ago, and I was told, listen, here's what I was told. It's not in our, it's not in our, uh, 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 it's not in our uh, plans, our, oh, for crying out, out loud, I'm losing the word. It's not in our, uh, our program. That we do that. It's not a part of what we do. And now they're doing it. And now a month ago, if they'd have gotten engaged, there might have been able to make a difference. But now, now they're all engaged when a month ago they said it's not, it's just not part of our charter. That's the word. Matt, it's not in our charter. We don't do that. Well, now they are. Huh. Imagine that. Folks, Ted left it. I'm going to get that recording. going to try to beep as much as I can out of it. But... I'm, I'm breaking the rules. You guys, the, the conservatives in the state of Texas are a crappy bunch of activists. And they're going to get, we're going to get run over by all the liberals, by all the progressives. You want to save women's sports? I'll see you at the Capitol on Monday. Going to be up there on Monday. 
and I'll be up there on Tuesday. And I need to send uh, Harley a note and let him know I'm going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be away two days next week. I need to see you up there Monday because the LGBT mafia is going to show up in force. And then there, everybody else on the committee is saying, well, look, that's the majority. We need to go where the majority's going, remember? Because we live in a democracy. All right, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm going to try to gonna burn a little incense here, have some chai tea, take a short break. Y'all stay tuned. Please stay tuned. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. Born to be wild. Born to be All right, we are back. I am at uh, TLO, Texas Legislature Online. I'm taking a look at uh, Senate Bill number 15, which is going to be heard. Uh, has a public hearing on May 1st. And uh, let me see, just to double check, that is Monday, May 1st, May Day, by the way. Did you know May Day is the largest uh, worldwide holiday celebration in the whole world it's bigger than christmas it's just that here in the states we've never uh, celebrated may day well not until recently because we're not a socialist communist marxist country right so we haven't paid attention to may day but uh, the rest of the world does so on may day on may day monday there is going to be a hearing on at the higher education in the house and let me see i'm going to pull up i'm going to go up here I'm at capital.texas.gov, capital, that's capital with an O, .texas.gov, and on the top line, up the top bar up there, it says committees, and I'm going to hit highlight that, and then it goes committees by date, meetings by date, and I'm going to hit house, because I already know that it's in the higher education, and so then I'm going to go over there, and uh, it has a calendar on the left, and I'm going to hit the one for May 1st, and then it says right there, there's three hearings on May 1st. Uh, public health starts at 8, higher education at 10, ways and means at 10. Now, higher education is where that's going to be held, um, and they're going to be hearing testimony on, at this point in time, five bills, all right? And so what they will do, the four bills um, that are not Senate Bill 15 will be heard first. And if they're normal, this is uh, John Kempel, who, by the way, we were told yesterday that he wants to see this pass out of the uh, committee um, and that he thinks he has the votes for it. For all of that is positive. So you know what that means? That means you don't have to go Monday. Huh. Yeah. Right. No. You need to go Monday. You need to go and stand there and be support because I guarantee you that room is going to fill up with everybody who wants to take your daughter's scholarship away by swimming, by the boys swimming on the girls' team so that your daughter doesn't get the scholarship. 
These are all of those people are going to be there. All of these people who have who do not care for women's rights anymore, who are throwing Title IX out the window, who are who who uh, think boys and girls are exactly the same. When the rest of us know that's not true, we do not want women compete men competing in women's sports. We don't want that. We want to save that. And everybody tells me that. I have yet to meet anybody on my side that said, well, that's not really a big deal, is it? Or No, none of us, every single one of us says we do not want men competing with our daughters in any sports. We got rid of it in high school in Texas the last session, thank you. But we had to fight tooth and nail for that. Now we want to keep it out of college as well intercollegiate athletic competitives they will show up and um our side i don't know who's going to show up but um i uh, unless unless some uh, some miracle dust gets sprinkled over the state somehow in the next few days it'll be the same it'll be the same because our side doesn't show up, because our conservatives don't show up. You know, I said something, and I've said it a number of times. I get it if you work, all right? I get it. If you have a Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 job, I get it. I We understand. You cannot go to the Capitol and testify during the week. Oh, but Ted Nugent reminded me yesterday that almost everybody, almost, almost everybody, that has a 9 to 5 Monday through Friday job, has the ability to take a day off occasionally. In fact, some of you have some, what do they call them, personal, where you don't even have to give them a reason. I don't know what they call it, personal liberty day or something, where you just call or let them know ahead of time, I ain't going to be there. What you need to start doing with your bosses if you're in one of those situations is when the legislative session starts rolling around a couple of months beforehand, you say, hey, boss, uh, this is really important. This one thing is really important to me. Um, in fact, maybe you can even find out what the one thing your boss is important to your boss. And then say, hey, boss, I know this is important to you. It's important to me. I would like to use some of my personal days, one or two of them, um, during this session to go up and take a day off so I can testify on this. And then you need to explain to your boss that, you know, it's very rare that I get more than three days' notice on on that, and so we're going to have to work together. But if you've got a boss that won't listen or have that conversation with you ahead of time, I'm not talking about calling in 30 minutes before you're supposed to show up and tell them, i got to go to the Austin. No, you arrange this ahead of time. Ted Nugent said that yesterday. He said, what, Nora, you haven't talked to your boss about taking a personal day off? You haven't talked to your boss about needing some time to go over and fight for the state of Texas and for our principles? You haven't done that yet? What kind of loser are you is what basically what Ted was saying yesterday. I've been saying that for a long time. We get it. But if, you're, if you've got a boss who will not respect that, even if you try to arrange it weeks or months ahead of time like I have suggested Man, I feel sorry for you. It must suck to work where you work, right? So I, I don't know what to tell you, but I think most of our bosses, especially here in the Hill Country, would say, you know, I agree with you on that. Let me know. We'll work something out. We'll get it figured out. 
And if you're not working, if you're retired and you can't get there on your own, how many different times do we have to or, uh, uh, arrange rides for you? If you want to carpool Saturday, Fredericksburg Tea Party has been sending out, I think they've sent out three notices now that have a place for you to sign up to carpool on Saturday. If this is important to you, as is as you tell me it is every time I see you and you come to the meetings and you stop me in the grocery store and say, oh, Matt, thank you so much for your doing. This is so important. Our country's going to heck in a handbasket. Lorraine's still looking for who's making the handbasket. We don't know who's making the handbasket. Russia's making the handbasket. Um, but you won't, you, you won't, when we carpool, you, wh- wh- where are you? When we offer buses, we couldn't even fill up a half of a dadgum bus to go to the Capitol this session. Someone wanted to know about making a bus for this Saturday, and I said, are you kidding me? Put up an, for another bus? We couldn't even get it halfway full last time? Folks, I'm breaking all the rules. I'm chewing out my listeners. I'm calling you, I'm calling you all out. Ted Nugent did it yesterday and said, we're doing a crap job as conservatives of showing up. We're going to get what we deserve. And, um, I, you know, I, 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 that's what I said. I'm going to break all the rules today. If you get mad at me today and say, well, I, I'm just not going to listen to that Matt anymore. He's just, he's just, uh, he, he's just so mean. And, and he doesn't under he just doesn't understand my situation. I'm going to tell you what Ted said, but I can't use the language. He basically held up one of his fingers and said, "Get out of my life! I don't have time for you. If you can't be engaged to save your children and save the state of Texas, here's a finger for you." Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. Be glad this is radio.